Hey everybody, I'm happy to be here. I am a pastor, but also a community organizer. And so I hope that um, my presentation reflects that. Um, so Dr. Fry Brown has already quoted this, but until the lioness tells her side of the story, the tale of the hunt will always glorify the hunter. I wanna talk about what it means and when to understand um, to disempower the narrator. So this African proverb speaks of the power of the pen, the storyteller, or the narrator, the one given the privilege, or who takes the privilege, mm -hmm. to narrate a biblical story. They are powerful because they can put words in the mouth of God, choose when women speak or not, gloss over the mistreatment and oppression of women, and introduce and depict women in a way that leads the reader to believe that women are deserving of the violence and the oppression that befalls them at the hands of men or at the hands of God. So our work in preaching for freedom is to look beyond the storyline presented to us and bring our expertise and our experiences to uncover oppressive systems, assumptions, and bias in the scripture, and then use our imaginations to humanize the women in the text by telling her story. So at times we must take liberty to disempower the narrator in biblical stories and in present day cases of police brutality against black women. So what does that method look like for me on a week to week basis? If we could use Sapphira in Acts chapter five as an example, and we read this story through the lens that privileges Sapphira and not the narrator, we find that this woman is only implicated because of her association to her husband she does not assert any guilt on her own. And in order to paint Sapphira as a villain, the narrator takes liberty of being omniscient and claims that Sapphira has consented to her husband's behavior. Mm -hmm. So the narrator, narrator desires to make the reader see Sapphira as a villain, mm -hmm. thereby making her worthy of the lethal violence that she received at the hand of God. Like Brianna Taylor, we only get to hear Sapphira's voice when she is in the line of danger. Sapphira simply answered Peter's question and then violence fell on her. And Brianna Taylor simply screamed out and wanted to know who was at the door, but violence was already at her doorstep. Mm -hmm. But the problem with Sapphira didn't start when she stood before Peter. It didn't start when her, when her husband and Ananias succumbed to death. It started when a narrator took privilege to make Sapphira a co-conspirator with her husband. And so likewise, when we think about Breonna Taylor, the problem for her didn't start when the officers showed up at her door in plain clothes. It did not start when they chose to announce themselves, chose not to announce themselves and rammed down her door. Or even when a white female judge signed off on five no-knock warrants mm. only after 12 minutes of reviewing them. Mm. Just like Sapphira, the person who set the stage for the violence unleashed upon Breonna Taylor was the narrator. In this circumstance, I want to talk about who the narrator is. Before a judge signs off on a warrant, a detective draws up an affidavit. And the whole goal of the affidavit is to present a storyline that would lead to the warrant being approved. Mm -hmm. But this just, just wasn't any warrant. It was a no-knock warrant, which is inherently violent. And so like a skilled biblical narrator, this white male detective implicated a 26-year-old black woman by a former relationship to a black man who had drug charges. 
He constructed her misidentification in a way that would allow anyone who defines a black woman by the behaviors of the men in her past or in her present life. We think about this story and investigate this story and, and look at Brianna in a way that allows us to preach for freedom and change. Nowhere in the affidavit was Brianna documented as transporting drugs or even engaging in behavior as the two men in the affidavit. But yet her name, like Sapphira's, was listed as a co-conspirator. Brianna doesn't get to tell her own story in the same way that Sapphira was not able to. And so we don't get to hear that she's an essential worker in the middle of a pandemic. So on March 3rd, while a detective was crafting and telling her story, she was risking her life working in an emergency room mm -hmm. as a technician. Mm -hmm. And if you read the affidavit, she's only looped into this case because of her ex-boyfriend's suspected drug trafficking activity. By this association to the man in her life or former life, she is dehumanized and presented as a villain and thereby presented to a judge as worthy as assault of the assault on her body. This all-knowing detective placed pictures in the affidavit of what should have been the safest place for a black woman. Mm. Pictures and description a description of her home. This violence just didn't happen to Brianna. A whole ecosystem operating on racism and implicit bias against black women thrust this situation to her doorstep. Mm. A whole system that values recovering drugs over the preservation of human life launched bullets in her body. So in the same way we choose to call out bias of women in the scripture in our preaching, we can apply the same tools to unearth bias in present day police brutality cases that involve our black mothers, our daughters, and our sisters and our aunties. Because for the judges, the police and detectives, and even the media, the affidavit is just, just as sacred as scripture. We can take the power back from the narrator and, and humanize both Sapphira and Brianna. Black women are often mislabeled and misidentified by the past mm. and present men in our lives. Mm. By our fathers, by our brothers, by our lovers, and even our former lovers, such as Brianna. That angle never honors who we are and the full agency we have as women. And so this is why we must be comfortable with challenging those who attempt to create a narrative about our lives without our own voice, in our sacred texts and in systems that impact our lives every day. So until the lioness tells her story, the tale of the hunt will always glorify the hunter. <laughs>